So listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, listen. So listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, listen. Guys, <laughs> we are back. Yo, we need to mix that into something, bro. You need to mix yeah. that into like a song or some bro, shit? Bro, yeah, we're going to put some hot beat. And Trump is going to make our <laughs> intro, bro. You already know. We got some bad hombres like right after that. And just be like, oh that's my. the song, bro. You already know, bro. Oh, oh, baby. Trump can't even sue us because he said this shit during president. It's like crazy. He's the president. I think he might sue us anyways. I love China. I love the Chinese people. But they laugh themselves. They can't believe how stupid. Wow. What the fuck is that? Sorry, that was my alarm clock. I don't know why <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the quarter podcast. Welcome, welcome. It's Sixto and Dowdy. Yep. Uh, we, we're live after a few weeks off. Yeah, um, man. Uh, welcome. We have so much shit to catch up with. We're going to... Number one, have you noticed any difference with me? Any physical difference? You losing weight? Hell yeah, bitch. Ooh. Working the fuck out. My arms hurt when I do this. Damn. But I'm holding them up. Uh, I don't care. I appreciate that. Ah, you know, shit. well, you know what's funny? I was watching uh, Joe Rogan on YouTube. Oh, nice. And he had a guest on. I forgot his name. Okay. But he was telling me that you're not supposed to get sore when you work out. Yes, that's the normal thing people do, and that's what you think you're supposed to do. Uh-huh. But do you know that if you don't, if you let's say you let's say you can only you work out 25 pounds each, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, dumbbells, uh-huh. right? And you can only do 10. Uh-huh. But that's when without getting sore, okay. right? You can do 10 consistently without right. feeling it. And let's say you could do uh, 10 sets of 10, okay. right? Without you getting sore or you wanting to give up, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Do you know that uh, you can, uh, you save, you, you, uh, you, you work, you tend to work out more, not in the, in the short term, but in the long term, like years, uh-huh. in the end of the year more because of it, because you don't need a rest period. You rest after you're working out. Yeah, I don't, I'm not. I'm not resting, dude. I've been doing it every day. I know, but your soreness is uh. Yo, over, my soreness is nothing, son. Nah. Losing that weight. Listen, yeah, I'm but gonna, it's called over exertion. I, I understand, but listen to what I'm saying. I, yeah. This this only hurts because I just worked out, but yeah. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. If I was doing it to the point that he's talking about, yeah. I would be like this. <sighs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a difference. Like I can actually lift my arms all the way. I like. I can clap on top of my head because yeah. I'm not breaking myself. I'm just keeping it steady. Yeah. I'm doing. I'm using like ten pounds, so I'm not killing myself. Really? Yo, I'm not. I'm not killing myself because I'm not trying to. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm not. I'm not here to get like fucking being this or all the rock. I'm trying to get abs. Nah, but that's what I'm doing. Yo, yeah. this shit has so so. Big shout out if you want to give us some money. Kettle Works. I've done it once before. I did it before when I like uh, like eight years ago or so. Yeah, I got my shit flat. Yeah, flat. I'm not With talking the about kettlebell. Yo, that's it. And this mm. DVD, you know what? I make you a copy of this DVD. Okay. And then you don't even have to worry about it. Okay. And then I make you, I make it to you, I make it for you, so that you get it. Like you know, you can yeah. do it. And you I work out at home too, so it's perfect. Yo, I I'm telling you, I bought a mat mm-hmm. and a, a kettlebell yeah. and this shit. This is eight years ago. I got my shit flat. 
And I'm not talking, you know, I never wanted to get like G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm. I just want to get flat because I got a big old gut because mm-hmm. I'm old. Yeah. And I'm Dominican. Dominican. <laughs> you know, it comes that with the territory. Straight to, your, <laughs> straight to your stomach. So, so I've been doing it. It's been, it's been, it, the first time it was great. This time I think it's working better. Since I'm a bit older, so that I feel, I felt like I was a little bit scared. Like, man, I'm not gonna have the strength to do this shit, even mm-hmm. though it's only. 10 nah, pounds. but you getting dad strength, you getting old man strength. Yeah, man, I'd be like, come on, I fucking throw you in the wall and fuck you, you know, yeah. that kind of strength. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta prove myself, shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, so yeah, I'm feeling good, dude. I'm feeling good. I'm working out. I'm eating right. Well, I always ate right, you know. Me too. Well, that's the only. That's the other thing. I, you know, like I've, I, for those of you that have never seen me, so there's a couple of pictures and a couple. That's of why we go get on video, son. We have to <laughs> this summer. You know what? New goal. New goal. Summer and the summertime. I, I got a camera, dude. I got a camera. I, you, you need to. You need to get a camera, bro. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So then that way. So then that way we can have that two angle. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um. What else I was going to say? Shit, 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 shit. Fuck. Oh, that uh, um, for those people that haven't seen me, because, I mean, there's a few pictures. I'm not, I've never been obese. Obese, obesity is not it. I, mm. I'm, I'm, you know, I, got, I look like a spider. I got yeah. skinny, long ass legs, skinny, long ass <laughs> arms, and a big old gut. Yeah. So I look like a I'm spider. I'm starting to get that. Like, I'm not starting to get that, but it's at that place where I can get that or I can't. Yeah, right. right? So And I'm going like, fuck that. I'm going the opposite way, right? I've always eaten right, in a sense. My mom's a fucking health nut. So yeah. I couldn't avoid it, right? But you hear that, right? Yeah, I hear like a buzz. It's probably this. Yeah. Oh, oh, there it is. Yeah, man. I just turn it up when we need it. Yeah. So, uh, I always eat right because my mom's a health nut. Uh huh. But I hated that shit <laughs> when I was young. Right? Having wheat bread in my house instead of my uh, my cousin had potato bread in his house. Uh-huh. And that shit's fucking delicious. Uh, I love potato bread. Right? <laughs> but I never had that because my mom's a health nut. But you know what? Now, it's you like, appreciate it now. Bro, what? Yeah, but I'm, and the other thing is that I've always, I've oh, not always, but I mostly, most of my life, have always cooked at home. Mm. Like, well, I will say this. I've always eaten home-cooked meals my yeah. entire life. Yeah. But but uh, then when I, you know, like you live on your own, then you start like getting yeah. like maybe not so much because now you're like tired from work and I'm not going to yep. cook at this time or yep. whatever the case may be. But right. whenever I've had the chance and whenever I do, I always cook. And now that I have, you know, like working in TV as a freelancer for so long, you never had a a, a straight schedule. Like yep. Just jumping around any hour through the day, overnights and shit like that. But once I got to work this shift where I work like 10 to 6, it's been perfect. I come home, I cook dinner, and I bring it to lunch the next day. So I've been eating. I've always. So my point being, I've always eaten home cooked meals, even if it's not the healthiest shit. It's at least home cooked. So mm-hmm. you you getting you know exactly what you're putting into it. Yeah, kind of thing. So that helps you a little bit. I am way. I don't have the patience for home cooked meal. I do have the patience, just not the cook, patience to cook it. To cook it, right? Like, well, you know what's good, dude. Yeah. Like when you want yeah. something. And you and you learn how I to make, make it yourself. It. Yeah. yeah, bro. I will like, make it. Like, like chuletas, bro. Yeah. Like I never eat chuletas unless I make them because I'd be like, nah, you fucked up that shit. <laughs> the fuck out of there. So I make I'm like I make food all the time. 
right? But you cook, you cook for a restaurant. That's why I make food all the time. <laughs> right. I make food all the time. I make food for myself all the time and others. But it's like, yo, I got so lazy where it's like, bro, or I got so impatient where it's like, bro, this is going to take forever. Or I look up uh, a recipe and I'll be like, two hours? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I could order something down the block. It'll come yeah. there in 20 It'll minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> that's it. Fuck that. Save myself an hour 40. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so that's what it is with me, right? I, I know it. I can do it. I know I can do it. I have done it, yeah. right? But it just gets. But you so also, long. you know, you know what you need to live by yourself. I do live by myself. No, you don't. You got, you got your family there. No. Like, oh well, yeah. No, my no, cousin, no. You live. You need, listen to me. You yeah. need to live by yourself yeah. in your own home, like your own space. Mm. That in, ain't ever happening, bro. That, I'm Dominican. Did you forget? My I'm own Dominican. Spa- my own space ain't even my own space, bro. It's fucking. <laughs> but, but I'm Dominican and I did it, dude. I mean, I, I've always done it. Like I, I feel you. But you, you know, like the, when I first moved out, I just moved out on my own. It was wonderful for like two months because my cousins didn't live upstairs. But remember, like they weren't even. So first of all, I was supposed to. I was supposed to be by myself. Mm. Then they found out, oh, there's an empty apartment right above you. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. And I, I try to convey, all right, this is going to sound bad fucked up. So fuck what? I'm saying it anyway. <laughs> so I was like, you know, because my, uh, uh, the landlord, right, was asking me, yo, you know, how about, you know, is your cousin, but also one of your best friends is asking to move in. Who you own choose? I'm like my best friend. Immediately. Immediately. Without even thought. Why? Because I just do not want eyes on me. And (laughs) guess, like, the landlord kind of fucked me over on this one. I get it. And he was kind of right. Right? Uh, But he was like, you know, I'm going to choose them. They're a family. They got kids. So they're going to be here longer. Sorry, bro. But they're your family, so you'll be fine. No, you're not. No, I'm fucking not. No, I'm not. You know why? Because I got eyes on me no matter what, bro. They could go to my grandmother. Not that they haven't, but my grandmother does ask a lot. Does he smoke? You know, I'm not going to say no. (laughs) I'm not going to say yes. Yeah, but I'm also not gonna say no. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, yo, I got no privacy because they could go anywhere and tell my parents or my grandmother anything, and I live by myself, and they still do it. It's fucking crazy. I hate New Jersey. I'm moving out of the state. I'm done <laughs> nah, with New Jersey's the shit. But, but, for example, um, I'm not gonna ask you how much you pay on rent because we're we're doing this right now. Mm-hmm. But. There is uh, Stephanie just bumped into a friend of hers mm. that uh, from childhood because Stephanie's from Bayonne, uh, born and raised, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I'm making all this noise. I'm fixing, I'm fixing this mic. Okay, because okay. it's, it's catching my beard and it's hurting. Um, and uh, she's from Bayonne, and she bumped into, <laughs> she bumped into this girlfriend of hers from high school or some shit yeah and the girl was like oh yeah i live literally like three houses away from you mm-hmm. in the basement in a one-bedroom apartment i'm paying a grand mm. you telling me you can fucking pay a grand bruh for one bedroom <laughs> by yourself with a kitchen a bathroom yeah. your own cat yeah you come home to your own shit that's what i have right now 
Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But without your fucking aunt living upstairs or no, your cousin. No, no, they, they have nothing to do with me. Oh, okay. They have nothing to do with me. They you just, just said that they're fucking spying on your ass. Because they because they live in the same perimeter as I do. But well, that's what I mean. Nobody lives in Bayonne. <laughs> yeah, but see, now that's the whole thing about me. And yeah, there, my dad lives in Bayonne. Oh, that's true. That's true. So it's like, and what? I, bro, first of all, you know... Can you lower me just a little bit? There you go. <laughs> so, uh, you don't even know. You don't even know, son, how many people. My dad is, like, kind of popular, right, with Dominicans, right? Especially in your age range. But I'm Dominican. I don't know your dad. You're not from Jersey City. Oh, that's true. Right? If you from Jersey City... So can City, I meet your dad and be his boy? What? Well, probably. <laughs> Y'all click it. Y'all click it. And that's the thing. My dad is mad friendly, right? Mm-hmm. So every Dominican and their moms, especially in Bayonne, Jersey City, not 50-50, right? Because I've, I've met people where I went to high school that knew my dad from playing baseball with him. Oh, God. Bro, what? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, oh, shit. yeah. So I am telling you when I when I had eyes on me, I had motherfucking eyes on me. Mm. Like I had friends being fucking spies and Christ. shit, bro. I like I don't, I just like he just bro. When I was in high school, he would call me at the random times when I'm in the most random places. Like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, bro, <laughs> how do you know? I got Dude, eyes everywhere, bro. Son. Like. And he, yo, like, he, it felt literal. Bro, I got grounded one time, and they don't fucking ground me often, right? Like, I was one of those, like, I'm not white, so, you know, I don't get grounded like yeah, that. No, you I get, get, get the ass whooped, yeah. Right? <laughs> I got shit taken away from me. <laughs> right, 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 right. But, uh, you know, when he wasn't around and my mom was super, oh, shit, your cat scared the shit out of me. I was super busy, right? And I was super busy, uh, and my mom was super busy. They would be like, I, right, you know, we all know how to punish you right now because we can't really be there, but you're grounded, and uh, we're going to make sure <laughs> you're grounded by be a remote yeah. control. Yeah, I yeah, can't go out, and they're like, you can't go out, you can't do this, you can't do that. And if we catch you, it'll be worse, right? right. And I'm like, man, mom's in like Japan right now, my dad lives in Bayonne. I don't give a fuck. I'm going out. I'm doing shit. Right? Bro, I shit you not, bro. It was a Saturday night. No one was home. Right? So I'm like, you know what? They're not going to notice if I go out for like two hours. How the fuck are they going to notice? I'm like, bro, I'm going into like the city, like downtown. And I'm just like, I, I, like walking down the street. Like, I, I don't know nobody. Nobody knows my, they don't look like they know my dad. We cool. We cool, right? Because this was like 2011, like in the tipping point of gentrification. So there was a lot of Dominicans down there. <laughs> so it's like, you'd be surprised how many people my dad would know in downtown Jersey. Right, right. And bro, I shit you not. I'm like, go to this party, chilling, right? About an hour later, uh, one of the people of my dad's friend sees me on the street. Bro, and I shit you not, I got a call later from my dad, like, you're in downtown. Stay right there. I'll oh, pick you. 
bro. I'm like, what the fuck? How, dude? You, it's like, it's like black magic, bro. It's like black. It's like he tells his friends, like he's grounded right now. You see him out here, pop off. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like I have an enemy. It's like a, I'm the enemy of state. Of the state, yo. But I also, like, I can, I, I will see it more like, like. Dominicans have this thing where they be like they see you and they be like, "Yo, isn't that so and so's kid?" Mm-hmm. Hold on. Oh yeah, I saw your kid. Not even, but it'd be like, "Yo, I just saw your kid downtown." Like it'd be like a, it, it, it's sort of like a friendly getting your business kind of approach. Yeah. But it's friendly because it's like, "Oh yeah, how's he doing?" Nah, he looks great, you know. So, but if he's like, "What, nigga?" Hold on, it'd be like, "Oh bro, shit, for <laughs> bro." But it, it like it happens so so quick. Right, I thought like I got a fucking spy literally watching me while I'm grounded, bro. That makes no sense, bro. How the like they probably like oh he probably saw me and was like oh I'm a cool boy. You see how he is? This that in the third, and I was like motherfucker. Or also, I mean the the other thing that makes sense to me is like somebody sees you, mm-hmm. they know your dad. They remind you remind them yeah. of your dad. Be yeah. like oh shit, I have let me book. call him. Yeah, let me let see me how he is. Yo, yeah. say. I, I just, just saw your skin. Yeah, it reminded bro, me that it I'm happened. Sorry. That's how it happened, and it's happened before, bro. It was happened before. I got caught smoking weed like that. Oh damn, bro! I got caught smoking weed like that. I was so tight. I was so tight, <laughs> bro. I was like sixteen, caught smoking, and when I when when I got caught, I knew some shit was gonna go down. Right, and all all in my mind. I was just like, yo, just please don't tell him. Just please don't tell him. Dominican dads, Dominican parents just stick together. Nah, man. They it's see also, you do bad, you going But down. also, it's just like weed for Dominicans. You're yo, doing weed, you're doing cocaine. Like, yo, there's no difference. Bro, bro, my dad, like, rushed, rushed to me. <laughs> rushed, like... <laughs> come, comes to me, drags me. Oh, you won't be this? You won't do that? Cool. <laughs> Let me beat your ass real quick. <laughs> That's exactly what happened, bro. Oh my god, I got my ass wrong by my dad so many times. For a man who does not come see me a lot, was not there a lot, was not there often, has beat my ass for the worst times of life. <laughs> I got my ear pierced. Wow. Right? Smoking weed the first time? Wow. Oh, bro, I almost got my ass knocked. I almost got knocked out. My mom had to pull him out. Pull me back. Pull him back. Wow. Like, nah. He's, you're better than this. <laughs> my dad and my mom don't get along. So that's a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of effort in that. So it's like, bro, I'm telling you. And the, when they agree, that's the worst. That's oh, the worst. Shit. I'm telling you. Oh man! Well, I mean, you know, the, leave it to that uh, <laughs> to want the best for you, but not knowing how to do it. Speaking yeah. of no, knowing what's best for you and not knowing how to do it, mm-hmm. let's talk about your boy Donald the Jeb. Duck Trump. <laughs> Jeb doesn't really believe I'm unhinged. He said that very simply because he has failed in this campaign. It's been a total disaster. Nobody cares. And frankly, I'm the most solid person up here. I built a tremendous company. See, that's your guy right there. That's your guy. That's your president. That's our president. I'm really rich. Look, I'm really rich. Yeah, you gotta take it from that man, man. You you know, I, I, I I would say this. Oh, you're gonna give him some credit? No. Uh, the the man. So uh, 
anybody that's been paying attention to the news. By the way, speaking of news, we skipped uh, Burdane because we've been gone for so long. <gasps> and oh I am, I, I will say. What happened last week? I w- I'm going to say this about Anthony Burdain just to just to skim over it because it's very important. Um, I don't know if it's very important, but it touched a lot of people. Yeah, because he's and your he, Illuminati friend. He, oh, fuck. Come on. Um, that guy reminded me. I, I That guy, I I don't want to say I have a lot in common with Anthony Burdain because that's not true. It's not true. He's, he's not. I've never been a chef. He was an incredible magical writer. He that motherfucker could write your eulogy and you'll be like, oh man, I want to die right now. He was a great writer. But um what I did share with him was the the aspect of like going into a country, eating the, the local food. Don't mind the cat guys. Which yeah, right. <laughs> which I didn't let me make sure that nah, you're fine. she didn't step on the keyboard or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> um I I don't um I I do like going to different countries, eating the local food. So that aspect of him, I really connected with because I do the same thing. Yeah. I'm very fearless about eating stuff that I don't care what it is. As long as I see somebody else eat it, I'll eat it. Yeah. Um, and I'm very uh, I'm very uh, I'm very loving of consuming the culture through the food. So in those ways, I connected with him. And what a sad fucking story, dude! That guy that that fucking struggled with. I don't want to say struggle with demons. That's not true. But he struggled with whatever was happening in his life and through his life. And bro, addiction and depression, fucking hand in hand, hand in hand, bro. That's why I smoke a lot, bro. That's why mm-hmm. it's not like, bro. It's not like I don't. I, I want to smoke all the time. No, it's just like bro, medication, eh? bro. And it's like partial. That's why I have a podcast, and that's why. Uh, yeah. I try to talk about it a lot. And that's what people... Like, sometimes people, like, tell me that I'm an open book or I'm too open, this, that, and the third. Yeah, because I can't be a shut-in. The second that I'm a shut-in, I'm like... And you know this from our personal conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, the second that I isolate myself, my demons in my own head start to haunt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a person that has to go out. I'm a person that has to express themselves. If not, I get I get very depressed. And I I... I I I bunker down mm-hmm. and everything becomes a thousand times harder to do and it's it, it gets harder for me to express myself right. and right. harder for me to talk. Right. So I mean uh <laughs> it, it becomes a defense mechanism in a sense yeah. to to get to talk. And I, I suppose that's what he was doing with his show. He was expressing himself. He was mm-hmm. it must be a killer for him, like if he expresses himself like I do, that has to go out and has to uh uh, to talk to people to feel like they got value, like to feel like, like they gotta validate you. No, you like saying? you feel like I like when I go out and this, like it feels like I'm doing something. It feels like I'm putting value yeah. onto myself. Right, right, right. right when right. I'm like, so imagine him in his off season, a person with depression and has to, and and f- I'm not saying that he feels like me, but I'm saying it's. I feel like it's it's similar through things to what I go through that I have to be out and I have to do this. So imagine when it's off season and he's home and he's nowhere. His kids are an adult, wife probably, you know, chilling. Oh wait, they're divorced. They're so, divorced, but his girlfriend is a 
actress. Yeah. Or his second wife. I don't so know if she's second So wife. let's say she's not there or something. Now you got two weeks or some shit by yourself. Yeah. You don't know what to do with yourself. Like you've done everything you can in the house. He was shooting when he killed himself though. He was so, in the middle in the middle of shooting a season. Oh, crazy! Yeah, he crazy. just he he had just shot some episode about some canal and some shit, and then he went to the hotel and he just hung himself. Um, it's fucked up, dude. And you it know, uh, it's so sad when you see who the person is and you start. There's a lot of things about him that I didn't know. I just liked his writing in the show. I just liked his show because he seemed very earnest, very honest, and I appreciated that. But. Um, I didn't know the whole things about the book. Like, I didn't even know that he wrote a book and that's how he got famous. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that he wasn't famous for 50 years because he seems like a guy that should have always been famous. Mm-hmm. He seemed like a guy that should have always had a show since, ni- since, the, ni- since the 90s. And, yeah. and, and I, f- I feel like he... Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I feel like he should have always had a show because he's the, the original type of... Uh, hip food journalist that don't give a fuck. Right. Right, and he's the, the first one. Yeah, yeah, and like that's what made him so cool. Right, like damn, bro, I wish I did. Like you give so much, you give so many not fucks that people give the fucks for you. Yeah, right. Like excuse right. me, he doesn't have one. Here's my fuck. Hold yeah, right. <laughs> and it's like, bro, that's crazy. Like he's so awesome. It looks mm. like he's like just a blast to chill with. You could get high with the motherfucker. And don't give a fuck. Like. And like, and you know what's funny? He's like, he is like that white boy you like because he's experienced a lot of shit that you, yeah. the, like, you could tell that he's not entitled. You right, could tell right. that that he's so down to earth and so uh, modest and honest, or, dude. That's and honest, yeah. That's, but that's all perception. Yeah, absolutely. The guy obviously had bigger problems than that, and you know, like he's behind a closet being like, "Fuck, man, this all sucks." Mm-hmm. And and he got the better of him, and I, I just bro. I feel there's bad, times dude. like that where I feel like that now, bro. Mm-hmm. There's times where I'm just like, yo, why? Like, bro. There's sometimes where I feel I'm having like a hard day, and I'm just like, you know, if like, I'm not saying die, but you know, it's a hard day. And it's mm-hmm. like, you don't have to have a hard day if you don't want to. Right. And it's like, that's just depression. Yeah, man. That's just depression creeping up. Like, you don't have to have all the hard day if you don't really want to. Quit. And then end it all. And yeah. it's like, it's like, it fucking sucks. It fucking sucks. Absolutely. You have to swallow and, that. And I, I think that, uh, uh, I find it interesting that the, you start saying so much about like the suicide hotline and stuff like that that mm-hmm. it always feels like does that really work? But of course it does. Yeah, they, but here's the problem with the with the suicide hotline because I've called that a couple of times. Mm-hmm. But um, it takes a while for them to pick up. Oh shit! And when you're going through it, you need it right there. Yeah, you don't want to wait. Right. So like, there's been like. There's been like four times where I just hung up like, bro, fuck this. Damn. Just because it's like, I have to wait, hold on line. Like, and the the the, vo- the automated voice is like, hold on. It's almost there for this, that, and the third. And I waited like five minutes. And it's oh, like, damn. yeah. And it's like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm done. And it's like, I'm done. 
Fuck that. But at least did the did the waiting take away the no the no feelings? no oh, shit. not at all. It's like amplified it because it was like, bro, they don't even want to talk. Yeah, right. And it's like shit. when you're waiting, and you want and you're going through it. I know, like. Every minute feels like an hour, and that's the problem. And it's yeah. like, and it's like you're going through it, so it's like you want instant help. If you if you if you took the balls to make the phone call, mm-hmm. you want instant help. Yeah, and I, it, it doesn't work out to to not not do, I don't know because then right you know when you're settling or whatever you haven't. Like you're trying to go through what you're trying to do, or or not trying to do it, prevent yourself from trying to do it, right? Or like trying to fix your own mind, right? Or you start you like try to think of others. You'll be like, maybe it's because other people are on the line, and other people are might need help, mm-hmm. and it's like, and 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 it's like you know you try to calm down yourself in right. a sense. Because they're not there, so it's like, it's, it it sucks. It sucks. It truly does suck. Yeah, they they absolutely knowing that aspect of it, do a better fucking job. So it's like hotline. Or like, just change your little your 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 automated voice thing, or like you know if you, like there's a technology that has the voice respond to what you say. Do that. So then that right. way, like at least you're not there, but while somebody is there. You know, it feels like you fucking can rant or something. Yeah, right. At least, at least, at least a robot could be there for you. Yeah, right. At least that's it's fucked like, up, dude. It's crazy. It's that crazy. Sucks, it's dude. overwhelming sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, dude, because that sucks. It's all right. <laughs> you know? It's all right. It's, it's all right. Not all right. I try it's to not battle. Right. Listen, it's like it's like a roller coaster ride, right? And you try to you you may fear it. But you have to battle it every day, and you have to just get on it every day and see if you can survive. Right. It's like there's a thousand people. There's a thousand people that are getting a little closer. You're not dying today. Yeah, so right. it's like. Right. Um, and also, uh, if you can, and there is uh, therapy. There mm. is therapy that is uh, affordable. Yes. There's therapy that is. Uh, dude. That's key word. When you live in paycheck to paycheck, like Anthony Bourdain is one thing, right? Because he can afford it. Yeah, right, right. Right. But when you live in paycheck to paycheck, bro, it's not as affordable as people say it is. No, no, no. It's but two hundred bucks. No, it's not. A hundred bucks. I, absolutely like not true. The I went to a therapy session for forty five dollars. That's on a discount from yeah. the therapist. Well, I I was gonna say. Uh, I don't know that I can do this because I don't work for these people. But where I go is mm-hmm. called the Institute for uh, Conservat- Conservatory Psychology, ICP. Mm-hmm. And ICP works as such. They they are nonprofit. Mm. So they work with you. They have either... Um, uh, therapists that have been doing it for hundreds of years <laughs> put together, not one Damn. that do it pro bono, and mm. uh, and they have uh, therapists that are coming up that one that are good, and they want them to give the first experience of being a therapist because once you graduate, you have to get mm. to practice, and they only pick like the best, the best of the best of what they have around, 
with good qualifications to come in and be like, look, you're brand new and you just finished school, but you're good enough to at least have a, a the the experience to come out and grab somebody. And um, they do it and they take your, your pay stops. They do... Hello? My cat was looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> hi, sweetheart. Nice come day. here. Come say hi. <laughs> okay. Hi. Okay. Yes, she was not. She was hanging out with us. She was at the door purring for me. And uh bye. bye. Love you. Bye. And uh they they do it uh with your paycheck. They they do a, a, an equation of how much you make, how much you spend, and then they try to get what is comfortable for you to pay because they have the institute only exists to help you out. Mm. It doesn't exist to make money. Yeah. So my therapist right now, so I've, I've been there with two ther- two therapists. My first therapist, very young, um, massively fucking smart. We worked together for a couple of years. She was great. And, but my therapist now is, um, older. She's been doing it for, a, for a lot longer. Uh, and it's amazing. We've been going through some shit. I've been going through some shit through that through therapy that actually, and why I'm bringing it up is because it has a lot to do with my depressions and the things that have been, I've been hanging on, you know, and I'm 40, so for a long time, because it's things that happened to me when I was like, when I was like seven, Mama eight didn't years hold old. me. Well, my father burned me with a cigarette. No, shit like I that. Know, I know, I know. I <laughs> no, and I mean it. My father did burn me with a cigarette. Bro. Shit like that. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. So, Things that you hold on to that create who you are and that you don't understand how much they have an effect on you until you sit down and you talk to somebody about it. So I don't know that I can do this, but call ICP, bro. Look it up online. Uh, Insane Clown Posse. Yo, Insane Clown Posse or Institute for Contemporary (laughs) Psychology. One or the other. Find, I mean, there's a line in Insane Compass song that goes, magnets, how do they work? Maybe you need that in your life. <laughs> what I need is therapy. Yep. So um, I, I think you are, you should always try. Try mm-hmm. to find something. And you're right. Therapy usually is massively expensive. Mm-hmm. But with something like this, for example, you yeah. can probably get something that's more comfortable within your pay grade. Oh, I'm about to get open right now, bro. I just I feel the anxiety creeping up on me, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm gonna try to do this, right? All right. I'm trying to do this. All right. I just feel the anxiety. I feel it coming. <laughs> oh my god, that felt weird. <laughs> so, I've had a couple of like mental breakdowns in a sense. Not in the sense of like, oh my God, I'm killing somebody. Or, oh, nah. But it's just like, bawling in tears. Right. And like, because of, I feel like my mind's broken. Right. And I feel like I don't know what to do, which way's up, which way's down. Uh, I don't know how honest I should be right now. As honest as you want to be. I know. But it's like. It's only you and me here, bro. All right. Nah, but there's people gonna listen. So, oh well, that's true. Oh, I, you know, I'm gonna say fuck it because I want people to get help. Because when I worked 
where you lived at. Uh-huh. Right? I wanted to... You know how there's a gate on the roof? Yeah. Easily climbable. Right. Easily. You want to jump from the roof? Bro, like three times. Gate like 16. three times. Yeah. One of one time, somebody up there, because I was like crying and I was like going through it mm-hmm. at like at the midnight hour shift. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And somebody had to talk me. Like, didn't even bring up the fact, but it was like talking to me the whole night and chilled with me the whole night because of it. Nice. Yeah. It was overwhelming. Overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's one. Yeah, okay. I know. It, it, it really. So, uh, uh, but the first time, the first time, it was like, uh, oh, bro, I didn't even know what to do. I didn't even know what to do. I tried to call, like, I first I tried to call, uh, let's say, a, a therapist center, bro. And, and like I on the phone that day I couldn't hold my tears back at work and a lot of people like saw so you yeah and I just blew it off as a, as a morning of death mm-hmm. right but uh, uh I tried to call a therapist <sighs> bro every therapist I called started off with a with a price plan every single one the second that I called like mm-hmm. crying and like. So he doesn't seem honest. Teetering on yeah, suicide. Right. And it's like, bro, I like every, I, like, it's like, bro, I understand y'all got to get paid. I'll, trust me. I like, that's, I did like, but that is the first thing that I got. Yeah, right. So it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like, like they honestly want to help you. Yeah. And you I just, was trying to go there right after work. And it was like, nothing, nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. I I went through like a list of Google, like a list of through Google, yeah. and I was just like nothing. And then there's one person that really did try to help me and uh, was out of state and couldn't, but messaged me online, which was really cool. Right. And like messaged me like hard body, like she did hit me up with a price plan first. I'm sorry. But she hit me up with a price plan first, but then threw the price plan out, like, because I didn't respond in an hour, right? Mm. Threw it out, and I was like, fuck it. Let's talk. Like, let's fucking talk. Because I called her, and then she told me she was out of state to message me. Oh, okay. And then uh, she was like, fuck it, let's talk. We got some time right now. I I got some time right now. Let's talk, and let's see what, what I can do to help you right now. Like she settled me, right? Well, and and that's what I mean. Like this, this. If you are at the at the verge of suicide, I don't know how much therapy is gonna help you in that instant, because Mm, I don't know. You'd be surprised. But I and I also don't think that therapists think that way. I think therapists think like, oh, you're depressed. Okay, well, let's build a plan so we see how we work together, and then we move on because it's their business. Mm-hmm. But I also think that for that's why the reason why I went to ICP because I didn't want that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want somebody that was going to sit down and then first be like, "All right, <clears throat> let me see how much do you." Uh, so my thing is four hundred dollars a visit, and I was like, first, I don't got for four hundred dollars for your visit. That's first, mm-hmm. and and B, 
I, I, I'm not here for that. I'm here because I need help. I was massively depressed. I also was contemplating suicide when I started looking into it. Um, and uh, um, big shout out to my friend Lauren Glassberg, uh, which if you know who she is, fucks up the whole magic duck thing because it tells you where I work. But she's my friend. And uh, she, I talked to her because I was really depressed that day. And she was like, what's going on? And, you know, I mean, we know each other. And she was like, I was like, I, I just, I need help. I'm down. And she was like, well, and I told her, like, I was contemplating how to do this. And I was like planning in my head, like, look, I don't have, it doesn't have to be hard. I don't have to hit a floor. I'm diabetic. I put a ton of insulin in my system. I watch a baseball game and I fall asleep and I'll die because my heart will stop and I'm done. <laughs> and, and she was like This is not acceptable Like she was really Like she started Like being like What the fuck is going on with you And we both started Kind of like I, I was kind of crying She was like No this is not okay If you ever feel that way I don't think I don't care what time of the day it is You call me And she's telling me All these things And she goes Here And she goes into She leaves And comes back And gives me The number to ICP And she goes Call these people They're right here They're really close to the job and they will help you out. And they it's not about money with them because it's about getting the help. That's why they're pro bono. That's why they're doing it. That's the way they're doing it. That's why it's non-profit because it's not about a profit. The only way, the only reason they charge you money is because they have to pay for the space that they're yeah, in. Yeah, I get that, the rent. <laughs> right, so they have to pay that rent. So, you know, and my therapist right now, I don't even see her there. I see her in her office. And Stephanie goes to ICP, and she, the therapist that she sees, she doesn't see him in ICP. She sees him in his office. These are, like, already established therapists that are doing this because they want to help people. So there are options out there, you know, and there are things that you can do. And, and they, of course, they have to pay the rent, but they, mm. they, but they will work out with you because what they want is to help you. Yo, I, I promise you, online makes you feel more isolated. Because looking for shit like that... Online is like you're finding a needle in a haystack yeah. and you're going crazy. Yeah, man. It makes it seem like you're, you, yo, it may, like, cause, yeah, I know there's people like that out there and I know there's places like, like that out there, but online, it feels like online, it's like no one's out there to help you. Nah. Nobody, nah. nobody. It feels like fuck that. It's a desert, dude, yeah. because that's not what online is for. I know. Technically. So, um, to wrap this up, and I know this has been very emotional. We both got very emotional. So, here today. Fuck, fuck that. <laughs> fuck the whole episode. We threw it out the window. Um, but but uh, um, I, I think that uh, uh, there is help. And it's kind of tough saying there's help, so go find it. Because that's not how this works. You want help to find you because you're in a fucking pit. That's getting filled with cement, know, and you don't want to fucking do anything about it. You just want to stay there. The honest truth is like, you want help, so go find help. That's the problem with, bro. Come, like I know you get therapy, and I know you get depression. You get depression, and you have suicidal thoughts. But you are in the process of fixing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have nowhere. I want to fix it, but I can't afford it. Or well, now I know this place. So yeah, I, I mean, it. The, look, it just it, it's it's a phone call. Yeah, call so, them, see what they say. So it's like, it's like, uh, not getting help is the easy way out. Absolutely, and that's what it is. Is like, or or not going to. It's like it's pretty easy to stay in your funk. 
and right. stuff. Right. Woe is me. Right, 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 right. And it's because it's like no one's gonna help you, but you're used to it. So it's like fuck it. If I'm already down, fuck it. I'm already down. Right, I got you. What is a thousand more days of being down? Right, right. And so it is easier to stay in the yeah. funk and to be like, well, fuck it. Yeah, you're right. Um, and that's where I was. But you know, I, I, interestingly, that's she, why you gotta search and get help. You have to. Right. So interestingly, talking about it to one person really opened that door where I was like, you know what? I can't stay on this funk or I can go see these people. The The worst part about it was that I w- called them. They were down the block. So I took my net. I went on my lunch break and I went over there. Mm-hmm. And they were like, all right, so here's a, a, a thing you got to fill out. So now if you call, I think you do it online. And then they give you a uh, what they call a... Uh, um, They do what they call a uh, uh, intake interview mm-hmm. so that they can pair you with the person that can help you the best. And I think whatever level you are in, that will put you in with somebody that really, like, if you need help that a, a person just out of college can help you with, that's not who they will put you with. They're going to work with your time. They're going to m- work with how much money you make. And I, I I give high praise to ICP because they've helped me a ton, dude. I, I can't. And you're right. It's much easier to stay in it because you're already down. Mm-hmm. So it takes a lot of strength to get up from it. But if you push a little bit, it's, I think it will help you much more than staying in that funk forever. You know what I mean? Um, and that doesn't have anything to do with just suicide, even though that's what we're talking about today. It has to do with your life. Therapies for everybody at any point all the time. I was talking to my... Uh, to my uh, girlfriend's brother uh, mm. yesterday about therapy and about how it's changed my entire life and how he needs it because everybody needs therapy. Therapy is not just for crazy people or suicidal people. It's for everybody because everybody's got shit. Mm-hmm. As much as you think your life is put together, and I'm quite sure that it's one in a, in, a, in a thousand people, one doesn't need therapy, legit doesn't need it. But mm-hmm. I feel that everybody needs some help. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, everybody. You go through through motions in your life, and you, you, therapy is not about what's going on right now. It's about what's causing it because it's about your past. It's about what's what structured your life to be the way that it is, and the way that you think, and the way that you react, and the way that you feel. And I think those are things that everybody has to educate themselves on. You know what I mean? I agree. Um, I feel like. I feel like. Depression can make you lost, yeah. like a, a like a sea of blackness, yeah, with yeah. no light. Yeah. You're trying to find something, and like hopefully, hopefully, one day you find like that's that's like what it is. Like being depressed is like you're trying to be hopeful the whole time. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's hope. It's like it feels hopeless. Right. Uh, I I described it when I went into therapy as being in a hall being filled with cement or mud. Mm-hmm. And you know how mud is very heavy, but you can still move, mm-hmm. but you can't get out of it because you kind of swim out of mud. You really can't. Yeah. That's what I felt like. Like, you know, I know I have the strength to move in it, but I don't have the strength to get out of it. So that's what I feel like it's happening to me right now. Right. Um, you know? I agree. Uh, I agree. Uh, let, um, <sighs> wow, that <I> was... <laughs> let's, let's, let's brighten this yeah. up a little bit, please. Yeah. Let's. I got one more thing we could talk about because I think I feel like 
Let's not let's not ruin the episode. It's a good episode. Yeah, I know yeah. it's a sad one. So, but it's important, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's why. So it's like let's finish off with one last thing. We could end it short today. It's a lot of things to process. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, you know, there's no weight that got lifted off of me today, people. <laughs> but it feels I feel better about talking about it. So. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thanks, Sixto, for talking to me about it. <laughs> yes, sir. This is, trust me, it's hard. Like, there's tears co- about to come out. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm <man>. holding it. <laughs> oh, man. Me too, bro. I was at, but there was, it was very emotional it, there for because, a second. Because, yo, it's like, yo, I think I've struggled with PTSD. And, I like, i joking about it and shit. Like, shit that I've seen, shit that I do. Experience. And experience. And, like, I joke about it a lot. But, like... It's because I don't process it. No, it's because you are processing it. The joking is trying to make it better. See, like laughing is a good feeling. Yeah. So you're, you're, um, what's it called? You you are uh, fake making laughter out of it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you're processing it into into. It's like processed food. Mm-hmm. It's not really beef, but it tastes like it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that you're creating laughter out of bad situations, yep. so you can be like, yeah, I feel good about this, mm-hmm. but you don't. Not at all. Yeah, right. Um. Let's talk about uh, extentacion. All right, right, because I feel like it's it's part of it. Because he's a man, he's a a he's a man, kid, right? He's twenty it's years tw- old. Twenty years old, dude. And Child, just four years younger than me. That's like he's that's twenty terrifying. years younger than me, dude. I lived his life twice. It's and fucking scary, dude. He passed away. He got shot for a attempted robbery gone wrong. Or gone right. Or gone right. Hmm. Or gone right. Which but at the same time, that 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 is heartbreaking. That is very heartbreaking. Yeah. Excentacion is a rapper who had problems. And a lot of people in the media were pay or you know, some people say justified. They is is justified. That they're saying all the fact that he was a domestic abuser. Or that he, or that uh, he had, he was troubled when he was seventeen. That he, his cellmate, something about that he was gay and beat him up for it. Again, uh-huh. these are all had stuff when he was a minor in seventeen. Bro, if y'all would have judged me at eight, at eighteen, y'all would have crucified me. I went to jail at eighteen. Yeah, right. So the I'm not saying nothing he did was right, but. But should a man is a man only judgeable by the faults that he's exactly? Had, right? And are they are can they change? And I believe so. Yeah. And because if that's the case, then I can't change. Right. And yeah. trust me, you want to make my depression worse. <laughs> that's that's the way to do it. Yeah. Right. Right. No, nah, but I mean, and obviously you've changed because by the time I met you, I've known you was, now what two years? Yeah, I was twenty two. So so think, I I mean I I. Honestly, by the time I met you, you told me you the, the time that you came out to me it was like, "Look, man, I've been to jail and this and that." But I didn't. You said the words you said, and I never forget this. Is that mm. I want to tell you something, but I don't want you to judge me by it. Yeah, and I'm afraid to tell you because I think you're gonna judge me. Yeah, and I honestly didn't, and I don't, and I still don't. But because you've changed, and that's the mm. thing. What you explained to me about you, your time in jail, and and why you went to jail, and the things that you that, that you did, which are not necessarily all that horrible, but yeah. stupid, yeah, stupidity. Um, 
are not the person that I know today. So like the the guy that sits across from me yeah. and, the, and the guy that I met, you know, at you're, the building. You're right. It is stupid. But let me keep going down that path and it stops becoming stupid and it becomes becoming a monster and becoming like. Yeah, right. And, right. Right. And all of this. And his path was going down that same path. His path, like his path was darker than mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was more violent. Yeah. And, but does, can a person still not change? And I believe you can. Of course. And that's why I'm like, and that, and that's the last three months, last three, four months. Cause we spoke about him before and I, I don't remember if I approved of his actions. I never approve of his actions, but I probably approve. I, I, don't I think know. what we talked about him when we talk about his music specifically. I don't know that we were talking about him. No, nah, because I don't listen to music that much, so they had to be talking about him. Okay. And but I don't know if I was crucifying my I would never crucify somebody for going to jail. Maybe the stupid shit that he's done, like stupid shit, hitting his girl shit, stupid shit. Yeah, I would definitely. But does that mean that he can not Right from that, yeah, yeah, right. Of course he can. Of course he can. Of course. And you know, I, I, it, again, you're talking about a guy that's growing in a in a very years old to in a, a a kid that's growing in a very obviously, obviously volatile environment. Obviously, mm-hmm. very aggressive. Very, mm-hmm. very. Uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Um, violent environment, mm-hmm. and he's expressing it out as he understands it, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yes, if he if he stays in that environment and keeps feeding that beast, you're absolutely right. He becomes a monster. Yep. And and as at 20 years old, as fucking dumb and unexperienced as you are, you can't necessarily just say just write him off as like, well, there he is and he's a monster because yep. there's a chance for him to grow. Yep. There's a chance for him to understand. There's yep. a, a chance for him to mature. Like and you said, chance- you live his life twice. Yeah, and you like listen at eighteen, I was stupid and w- thought I was harder than I was, and thought I was a gangster. Guess what? Right, two years later, I reformed. Mm-hmm. That's two years. Two yeah. years does not. That's not a long time. No, it's not. But it's, the, it's not that, a lifetime either. N- exactly. But he might have felt get, like it, and, <laughs> and it felt like it because it gave those two years changed my life. Right. And it's like, bro, change doesn't need to be a thousand years. No. Change could be in a day. Absolutely. Change could be that short. But uh change like you only change you only view change in the in, in like in in long periods, right? That's how people view them, the outside world views it, right? So may his life got st- Taken away from him before he could even show you the world. He was trying to show you uh, what he was doing and how he was changing his life. But guess what? He couldn't. Why? Because it only happened like three, four months ago. So guess what? The opportunity to change was Never snatched yeah, away right. from him. Never came so through. it's like, so like, and he still had charities and still trying to feed people and still things. But you, he was still painted as, painted as a villain. So it's like the opportunity for him to change was taken away and that is the most depressing thing for someone with depression and wanting to reform before it's too late you can't it's snatched away for you or you go to jail or something happens and the fact and now you have to start from zero all over all over 
And he can't even do that. No. And that's why it gets me mad when people are painting him as a villain. Because he was trying. And the second, the second that he tried, nobody said shit. He died. Oh, he was a fucking animal when he was alive. Yeah, right. Oh, but guess what? He was trying to reform. Nobody said shit. Right? right. Oh, and the fact that he got his life got snatched away while he was trying to reform. He wasn't doing hood shit. He was just trying to buy a bike. Right. right. He was still living in his hood. He was still living in his hood. So he was trying to reform, trying to do good, and trying to make his own community better by living there. Right. And guess what? Got snatched away. Got snatched away. So why the fuck do? Why would I ever? Why would I ever care to do good by? Anybody By anybody And that's the truth And you should never You should always try to do good by you And that's the part that's important You should try to do good by you By, by the people that surround you I think of others so much but, but, No, but, but, but that's my point yeah. You should try to do good by you And by the people that surround you yeah. Immediately So you're doing good by your By your By your You know Little kids in you You know, I do good by my niece and my nephews mm-hmm. I do good by my goddaughter I do good by, by, by my mom These are the people that surround me But I do good, especially first By myself Because I'm the one that represents me And mm-hmm. I'm the one that puts out whatever is affecting me yep. Through me So I have to do it for me first mm-hmm. um, I, Interestingly When you told me that he got killed I went to work that day And I was looking for his story To see if he was up And he was and I was reading the story, and the only thing that jumped out at me, because I didn't know this, that what the, this kid was 20, mm-hmm. and all I felt was sad. Mm-hmm. Because a fucking 20-year-old, de- despite, you're absolutely right, despite all the mistakes that they have made, has an entire lifetime to make up for it. Mm-hmm. And that, that that just got snatched. Yeah. That, that, at that moment, his lifetime was all his mistakes, yep. and the and the push to try to make better that Just never came remember, to nothing. Right? Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were dicks and assholes when when they were 20. And they like yeah. there's videos of them, right, with their with their co-actresses grabbing up on them, right? It doesn't make it wrong, but it they're uh it doesn't make it right, but they're not villains either, right? Cuz right. you have to understand the context the the right. if they're allowing it or or and like, also you know the time period yeah. the person and they, that were they were twenty right. right and if they could be forgiven right then Matt Damon does water shit for Africa now mm-hmm. right the I think if anything pops up from twenty years ago he'll be like that was twenty years ago come on now. Right, and that's that's how anybody should be but I, not really I, I no think, because if you were reformed. Then yes, but if you reform, what happens is you say, you know what? It was a. It, I'm sorry. I apologize. Mm-hmm. My intentions were not this. This is the time that I lived in, and it doesn't make it okay. But no. at least if you are sorry and yeah. you say it and you mean it, yeah. then it's true. But that's what reformation is. That's what the fact that you can say, "Yo, I'm, I was a piece of shit. I was evil. I did all this shit. I was fucked up, right? And I did mad fucked up shit. I acknowledge every fucked up thing I do." And here's how I'm going to make it better. Right. That's what reform is. Yeah. But. Yeah. But. uh, People. People have the right to do it. To do what I'm about to say. But they shouldn't. Right. You have the right to bring up my past. And be like. Yeah. You stupid piece of shit. You went to jail. You're fucked up. You're always going to be a criminal. You're always going to do this. You're always going to be a fucked up idiot. This, that, and third. Right. But they're just. They're just. Uh. 
hinders my performance at trying to reform my life. Right. Not makes it better. Right. So you're not doing anything about it. No. You're you're doing less than I am. Right. I'm trying to reform and you're trying to keep me down. Right. To prevent me from reforming. Right, right. Because all you see is this image of me. Well, it's just you're stuck on a point of it. Exactly. Your whole existence. Yep. And your existence morphs and changes. Yep. And if it changes for the better, mm-hmm. I think that should be celebrated more than the, the, the point where you fucked up. Yeah, I agree. And... He was he like he was a, again domestic abuser, right? So guess what he started to do, right? And I thought that this was a lit when he first came out. I'm like, oh, this is a skate, this is a grab, right? He started uh, helping with women, uh, domestic abuse victims, and started charities for that, and also started feeding the homeless and stuff like that. And I'm like, baby, you looks a little like a snatch, yeah, like a little media snatch, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then he kept doing it for three months, okay. There's a shit ton of celebrities that do it for a day and we praise them. Yeah, for a day. Yeah. Oh, but because he was a criminal or he actually hit a woman, so now that he's trying to reform, he does it for three months. Nah, he's still a fucking evil dick. This one do. There's people that do it for a day and forget about it the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, at least he's trying. I mean, at least it seems like he he got like the lesson. Trying, like yes. he got the lesson, and right. that's the that's the part that we again. That's the part that should that's be the celebrated. Hardest thing to yeah, do, right? right. <laughs> the hardest right. thing to do is understand and you not know, do it I, again. I had a friend a long time ago. My first job, I was nineteen, yeah. twenty. So around the time this kid was born, yeah. I I had a friend that told me the the hardest thing to do in life. Yeah. For an adult, yeah, is remembering how to learn, yeah. And he said that to me. I was nineteen, and I kept it in my head. You have to continue to learn. Yep. So I keep looking for shit that I've never done and try to absorb how it's done, I agree. so that I can continue That's to learn. What I do because because you can't stack yourself at at one hundred. You know what my mentality is like. What got me in that same mentality? Mm. Uh, I would always watch like Bill Gates videos and he was always saying how technology is always faster, always going up, never down. It's always, always and forever, infinitely going up. Right. Right. And you can see in the past 10 years, 10 years ago, a laptop doesn't look like a laptop today. Right. Absolutely. And and, uh, he's like, you always have to keep getting the new thing and building the new thing. And you have to you have to learn how to build that new thing, right? So that goes to show. So when I was working on computers, I always thought like, okay, but the new one's gonna come out next year, and I have to figure out how to use that, and I figure I have to work that. So I have to keep learning on how to do these things, so I can never fall back, right? And that's what got me on that mentality, right? And it's a very important mentality to have, and I think people that stop learning. And people that get stuck on something are the people that stop consuming change. Mm-hmm. And the people that stop consuming change are the people that, that want to fight to keep yeah. shit as it is. As down and yeah. keep people down. And, and keep, keep people like, down. Have, and, and not accepting yeah, other people's exactly. change either because they don't understand It's crazy how, how, how that type of mentality, it, it, like, it's crazy how it goes to show the two different types of mentalities it goes towards change Towards just like life itself. Yeah. There's people that think this is all we are and this is, we're never going to change. And people that are like, 
no, fuck divinity, fuck God and all this. If you think that, like, I'm going to show you that I can change. I'm going to show Absolutely. you. And it's like, yo, trust me, bro. Get Like, the first year of getting out of jail, like, I thought I had a fucking mark on my head said, yo, convict, I'm fucked up, like, on my, on my head. Like, mm-hmm. bro, like, it took, bro, it took people in my job, like, my first job getting out, nobody knew I went to jail. Nobody, bro. And then I ended up telling one person, and that one person made me feel so good, like, because they knew, right? My manager knew and did not say a word. Didn't even bring it up. And it, it and it was that year, so it was like, you could have fired me, you could have like not even hired me. And he was like, "Nah, everybody needs a second chance." I'm about to cry. Beautiful, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we gotta end this episode right now. Sorry, guys. I think nah, I, man, that was good. Yeah, man, that was good. Yeah, man, like that. Yo, that that was. <sighs> That was, was yo, it was overwhelming, son. That was the most overwhelming (laughs) thing I've ever had. That was like one of the most special moments I've ever had. And it's like, bro, that it like changed my life. It takes, it takes a lot. Yo, you don't even know how much people change, like can change life for like the littlest thing nobody can know. Like it's very minute and nobody understands stuff like that. Right, right. Until it happens. Yeah, right. Right. And then, like, I can never forget stuff like that out of my mind. It's like, ah. yo, we're going to have to end this episode. Though. Yeah, man, because we both crying like two yeah, little bitches over fuck here. This. <laughs> fuck this. Um, but yeah. uh, thanks for listening. I think this episode turned out way better than what we <laughs> Yeah, bro. We, trust me, we had a diff- completely different plan. This, this, we talked about one thing, which is the X thing on the list. and we're like, That's it, man. But uh, I think we reach a better quarter now with everything we talked about. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, so that's it, bro. Uh, see you guys. So long, farewell. I'll see you saying good night. Good night. Have a good night, guys. Thank you for listening to the Quota Podcast. Leave a like, a comment, and share to your friends. Thank you. <laughs> Sharing is caring, and it can be fun. <laughs>